this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 it does not matter who the host is. Today is Wednesday, September the 1st. Yeah, you heard me correctly there. Day 244 of the year and only 121 days left to go. So hopefully everything is good and grand inside of your neck of the woods. Wow, this Twitch app chat is slow. Uh, Yeah, because we just started, so it should be extremely slow. So um, th- thanks for bringing that up right away. Um, So yes, we are broadcasting live from our favorite place, the Safety FM Studios in Orlando, Florida. You know, I, now that I think about it, I haven't done... um. I haven't done a remote in a while, so maybe that's something I, I need to think about doing here. Uh, so anyways, we're broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM. Yes, known as Safety FM. Uh, so we are broadcasting from there. We're also, you know, hanging out with our with our friends um, and all that kind of fun stuff at that other place. Radio. Oh, yes, hanging out with our colleagues and amigos over there at RadioBig.fm as they're doing all the stuff that they're doing. So, yeah, cool stuff. Hanging um, hanging out yesterday with um with the people over there at radiobig.fm um and it was fun it was um some fun times being able to see that uh we are doing well over there um and it seems to be um good what we're doing with some freeform radio as we're doing that anyway so let me not get too big into um talking about what's going on over there let's talk about some stuff Let's uh, talk about some things that are going on. Um, if you're not familiar with how this um, shit show goes, because that's exactly what it is, we start talking about the things that are going on inside of the world of the news and the news of the world, and then we come in and turn around and talk about you know some of the some of the things um, how I like them in real life. Did you just say that you tap dance in real life? Okay, well I'm 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 happy for you. Uh, so there you go. Um, uh, I tap dance in real life and then you can do it. I know you can. Well, okay. I'm glad you tap dance, um, bringing it up. So what we do here is when we hang out and talk where there are some people that pop up into our chat box and they, you know, they get chatty Kathy inside of there, um, and start talking. So if you see me get distracted or hear me get distracted as you're hanging out on the radio or on the podcast, um, there's a reason to my madness. Um, there's a reason to um, my distraction. So let's start talking right away about the top um, five fiction and nonfiction books that are currently on the New York Times bestsellers list. Um, so taking it from the top, going into the fiction category at number five, it ends with us. At number four, The Noise. At number three, Complications. At number two, Billy Summers. And at number one, Bloodless. You have realized that um, at no point in my life have I ever referenced a safety book 
in top of these, you know, which are which are the top ones um, that are listed there. So there you go. Um, so let's start talking about the nonfiction category. The body keeps the score. At number four, the long slide. At number three, the reckoning. At number two, woke ink. And at number one, American Marxism. So there you go. Um, that's the stuff that's actually trending inside of the world of the news. You know, I have to tell you, uh, today's main story as we get to it and start talking and, and doing the jibber-jabber, the jibber-jabber, um, we'll, we will get into some of the igginess of some of the stuff that I want to talk about. Some of the igginess of that I think that some things are crazy out there. Um, but we'll, we should, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. So make sure that you just stick around as we're doing that because we we got some stuff to talk about today during the main story. Um, that's for sure. I mean, I think every day we have some stuff to talk about during the main story, but today for sure we have some stuff to talk about during the main story. So let me not delay it anymore. Let me get to my friends at Feature Story News and see what the hell they have going on. Here is the news on the Rising Our Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Chris Jones. The UK has confirmed it's in talks with the Taliban about ensuring safe passage from Afghanistan for British nationals and Afghans who haven't yet been able to evacuate. Downing Street says the discussions have been taking place in Doha. It's understood that around 200 people and their families who are eligible for evacuation remain in Afghanistan. It comes as the UK announces more detail on what it's calling Operation Warm Welcome for Afghans who've been evacuated to Britain. Home Office Minister Victoria Atkins says it's about adding clarity for those arriving. Afghans who have come under a scheme called ARAP, which in short is a scheme for people who've worked with the British Army over the last two decades, whether as translators or security guards or as soldiers and so on, that they are given indefinite leave to remain. That's important because it gives them stability, but it also means that they can enter the job market. Hours after the last US troops left Afghanistan, India has made its first official contact with the Taliban. India's ambassador to Qatar met with the Taliban official in Doha. Ishan Gerg has more. Indian diplomat Deepak Mittal met with Sher Muhammad Abbas Tanegzai, the head of Taliban's political office in Doha. Delhi says the meeting was organised at the behest of the Taliban. They mainly discussed safety, security and earlier return of Indian nationals stranded in Afghanistan. India's Ministry of External Affairs says they also raised concern about terrorists and anti-India activities on Afghan soil. But the Taliban assured that Indian concerns will be positively addressed. Still, experts here say India shouldn't be too quick to trust Taliban. The country also has $3 billion worth of projects in the war-torn nation that it needs to protect. Analysts say a strategic dialogue with the militant group may be beneficial. After almost 17 months, New Delhi is set to reopen schools this month. The reopening of schools comes at a time when India is witnessing an uptick in the number of new COVID infections. The country recorded over 41,000 new cases in the past day, 35.6% higher than the day before. And the Premier State of New South Wales says Australia must move forward with its commitment to reopen, despite the 1,116 new cases of the Delta strain that were recorded in the past 24 hours. Sean Bindley reports. Four unvaccinated people in New South Wales have succumbed to the virus in the same testing period. The state's Premier, Gladys Berejiklian, says she believes her state has handled the outbreak of the Delta strain as well as it could under the circumstances, and it's vital Australia keeps moving towards the federal government's plans to reopen. It is impossible to eliminate the Delta strain. 
Uh, New South Wales has proved very successful until this point in time in getting rid of other strains of COVID, but the Delta strain is a game changer. And every state in Australia, sooner or later, is going to have to live with Delta. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, looking today at last Thursday's terror strike on Kabul Airport that left 13 American service personnel, two British nationals and nearly 200 Afghans dead at the airport's Abbey Gate. There will be investigations and recriminations over that tragedy for months to come. And one central question is already looming. Why was the gate still open and receiving evacuees after the Pentagon learnt of a credible threat against it? In London yesterday, Foreign Secretary Dominic Raab pushed back against reports that British troops wanted it kept open so they could continue evacuating UK citizens from the nearby Barron Hotel. I don't recognise it as accurate um, at all. But what I would say is that we coordinate very closely with the US and we did in the context of the raised terrorist threat. Uh, We warned people not to come to the airport. We alerted people in the crowd um, that were in contact with us to leave because of the risk. And we removed from the Barron's Hotel Processing Centre our civilian staff inside the airport, but that wouldn't have required leaving any gates open. The Pentagon is refusing to comment on the initial reports published by the website Politico. The families of at least two of the slain US soldiers had, it's reported, furious interactions with President Biden on Sunday at Dover Air Force Base when the flag-draped coffins came home. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. To recap our top stories, the UK's entered into talks with the Taliban to secure safe passage out of Afghanistan for those eligible for relocation. India has made its first official contact with the Taliban. After 17 months, schools in New Delhi are set to reopen despite rising COVID-19 infections. And the Premier State of New South Wales says Australia must move forward with its commitment to reopen despite more cases of the Delta strain of COVID-19. That's the latest feature story news. Chris Jones reporting. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Hey, come in real close. I got something to share with you. Not everybody has a beautiful head. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody can pull off the shaved head look. Hey, I'm not digging on people. I'm just bringing it up. Some people out there are losing their hair. Now, I want to tell you about my friends at Peeps. Two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time that they are 35. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers them both. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Convenient virtual doctor consultation and medication delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave your home. Think about that. There's other things that you have to leave your home to be able to pick up, not with Keeps. They have low-cost treatments that start just as low as $10 per month, and Keeps offers generic versions. It's discreet packaging and proven results. Now think about this for a moment. Prevention is key. Treatment can take four to five months to see results. So act fast. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash safety to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash safety to get your first month for free. keeps.com slash safety. Now just remember, not everybody has such a beautiful head like mine.
I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And at 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky. Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow, right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Uh, did he say in a ne- in a way never heard like before? Uh, <laughs> what about the people that copy? Does that count? Don't they think that they sound in the same format? Uh, I'm just asking. I'm just asking the question. Don't, don't, don't shoot the messenger. Anyways, it is 15 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this lovely hump day. Hump day, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so there you go, some stuff going on right away, um, moving and grooving, and all the other fun stuff that does come about. Uh, so let's get it moving and um, talking and grooving and um, and all that. Okay, work now. See you later. Okay, well, have fun, Charlie Sheen. Well, at least your picture's Charlie Sheen. Um, so let's talk about this. America's um, have banded together for the nonsensual. Uh, oh, hold on has been banned from the non-essential travel to the European Union. Uh, Countries in the EU, such as France, Italy, and Germany, have been advised to reinstate COVID-19 restrictions and halt arrival of tourists from the U.S. and five other countries. There is non-binding meaning to each individual's countries can um, divide whether they allowed non-essential travel. In May, May, Europe lifted the, uh, the pandemic ban, allowing U.S. travelers to visit. So there you go. So now we are on the list. So if you've ever wondered if you had just made the list, you just made the list. So there you go. Uh, So if you're in United States of America, um, you might not be going over to the EU. 
just in case. Anyways, China is putting restrictions on children playing online games. We talked about this yesterday. It's mind-boggling to me. Minors in China can only play games between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. on Fridays, weekends, and and public holidays, according to a statement from the National Press and Publication Administration. The order limits gaming to three hours a week. I thought it was one hour a week, but three hours a week will take. Uh, Three hours a week for most weeks of the year, down from a previous restriction set in 2019 that allowed children to play games for a four hours and a half per day and uh, three hours on public holidays. The restrictions are part of an ongoing crackdown to limit outside influence on society. You know, I, I have to tell you, if you have not um, watched Ready Player One, it, it might be time to start talking about this. Um, that's going to be the, uh, the, the thing, uh, to do. And I say this from the fashion of the reason I mentioned this, because remember when it was all said and done with the movie, I think they only opened it like on one day of the week or some crap like that. So some, some stuff to think about. Oh, that's nice of you. I wanted to let you know that I really enjoy your stream. Keep on doing what you, what you're doing, what you're doing, what you're doing, what you're doing. So I'm not sure what I'm doing, as you've noticed, if you hung out uh, long enough around here. But, you know, it kind of makes it a, a, a weird standpoint here. Let's, let's be realistic. I don't know. I don't understand on how this works. So what other, rest- I mean, we already know there's tons of restrictions, but what other restrictions, is, do they even say what kind of game content uh, you can play and all that other kind of fun stuff? I mean, that might be something else to to take a listen into. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay. So, a district attorney in Georgia is seeking the death penalty against Robert Aaron Long, the man who shot a three Atlanta area spas, killing eight. Long appeared in court this week where he faces murder of aggravated assault and domestic terrorism charges from March 16, killing of four people in two spas after pleading guilty last month to murder charges in the death of four other people in the spa of Cherokee County. Long received four sentences of life without parole, plus additional 35 years. Long's attorney assault a plea deal, but the DA says she is seeking the death penalty. Um, so what do you think here? Um, as as we're talking about this, what do you think overall? Do you think that it's one of the one of those gimmicks where it should be considered in that fashion? The death penalty should come about, or do you look at it and go, uh, uh-uh, not at all? I mean, because you know you can argue either case there. You can argue the whole thing of, hey, look, uh, the death penalty. He already has several life sentences. So what's the point on keeping him alive, Uh, especially for taxpayer dollars? Some might argue that side. Some others might say, okay, let's keep him alive for him to suffer more uh, during the time period. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff to think about um, when it comes to that. I I mean, I just bring up, I bring up the, the information that is out and about and all that kind of fun stuff. You know, and you kind of take a look at it and it makes you kind of wonder some of the things that are out and about. For sure. Anyways, birds of prey population are declining worldwide. 
According to a new data from the International Union for Conservation of Nature BirdLife International, 30% of 557 raptor species are considered near-threatening, vulnerable, and endangered or critically endangered levels just in case 18 species including the philippine eagle the hooded vulture and the anonymous scope owl are critically um endangered just in case over 54 percent of hawks eagles and and vultures are decreasing in population as well as 47 of nocturnal raptors globally the biggest threat to birds are habitat loss climate change and toxic substances that are out there according to this report so there you go some things to think about right away uh that we're taking a look into and going okay so now all of a sudden the habitat might have some issues the habitat um is is out there and going a little oogie boogie um as, as we're going about and all that okay so some some interesting stuff for sure anyways officials in the uk are war- are warming are warning swimmers to stay away from horny dolphin a horny dolphin named nick what the hell uh the sexually aggressive bottle bottle nose was filmed um buddying up to beachgoers in hail harbor in Cornwall, in Cornwall last week, Dan Jarvis, um, coordinator of the British Divers Marine Life Rescue, received a call about the dolphin's behavior escalating and becoming more erratic. Rescuers ultimately decided to take Nick back to the sea over concerns that um, he may injure some swimmers. Uh, Jarvis told the Sun that lone dolphins is something that attempt to create social bond with humans and can be sexually aggressive. So worth noting, dolphins are not the only aquatic animal that seek human companions. A recent study found that sea snakes, yeah, sea snakes, um, often attack people when they are highly aroused. Uh, oh, wow. I'm glad this is the rated R safety show because who else knows what the hell could go on when somebody else is... um highly aroused if you really think about it there for a brief moment safety in a way never heard of before the rated r safety show on safety fm Okay, an Indiana woman is suing multiple organizations claiming their policy discriminate discriminate against women with disabilities. Jennifer Rohner uh, has filed a lawsuit against the CDC, Krispy Kreme, Sephora, and Dr. Anthony Fauci, claiming that she has been discriminated against when asked to leave to leave establishments for refusing to wear a mask. Something she says that she can't do because of her asthma. The backup to back up her argument, uh, Jennifer included statistics surrounding. Um, the pneumonic plague pandemic, um, which saw many hospital staffs become infected despite wearing masks and made uh, made uh, made of made hold on made of thick. I suppose to say thick gauze, but it says thick gauze, which I'm sure it's not thick gauze, but it's thick gauze. Um, so there you go. She also noted that masks cannot be mandated legitimately without FDA approving them as affected effective. So what do you think about this one? I mean, there's all kinds of interesting stuff going on. I I remember recently, over the last week, watching a video um, where there was a gentleman standing at a... Where was he at? He was actually at a... It looks like a PTA meeting is what it looks like. So he's he's at a meeting with the school board and all that kind of... Well, at the school and all that kind of fun stuff. So he's doing that. 
And all of a sudden, he brings out the device that you would normally use in confined spaces to make sure that the air quality is okay and that you kind of vanish the moment that the thing, the, it goes off and says the air quality is not good. You know, you know what I'm talking about there. Um, so all of a sudden, he goes ahead and hooks it up to when his daughter puts on a mask. And all of a sudden, the thing starts going off and people in the crowd start cheering for him. So there's a lot of people that are out there that are actually talking about this mask thing that are talking about, you know, some of the things that are they're feeling limited with because of so. So I don't know. Where do you stand currently? I mean, we're seeing so many things when it comes to the Delta variant that I think we need to start having some serious conversations about some other stuff, too. Um, it's all kinds of interesting I mean, stuff. I mean, I even know people that are going as far as they have covid and they have totally decided that they're not going to do anything, that they're not going to go to the hospital. They're not going to take any of the medication that's, um, that's being prescribed to them as they have the stuff. I mean, I don't know. Everybody has to do stuff slightly different. So it's just something to think about for sure. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, two people were killed and at least 10 others were injured when their vehicle fell into a deep hole on a Mississippi highway. A torrential rain from Hurricane Ida uh, caused the pavement to collapse and the drivers were likely unable to see the missing roadway in the dark. Seven vehicles, including a motorcycle, were stacked on top of one another in the hole. The crane was able to uh, was brought in to lift them out. Speaking of Ida, hundreds of thousands in Louisiana are without power, water, and gas, and no word on when it will be restored. Currently, definitely keep them in your in your thoughts, and if you can help, if you can help at any way, shape, or form, consider doing so. The man convicted of abducting uh, and murdering a 20-year-old college student from Molly Tibbetts um, has been sentenced to life in prison. Christian Rivera, 27, who was convicted in May of first-degree murder, was sentenced to life in prison without parole this week. Uh, Tibbetts' mother addressed uh, Rivera in in a victim impact statement that was read aloud by a victim advocate. So there you go. That's what's going on there. A lot of death we're talking about um, today, it seems like. Let's continue talking. A bed Kruger has been removed from an apartment in New York City, an 80-pound, 80-pound, uh, 11-month-old that um, was being kept illegally. It was uh, surrendered to the Human Society of the United States, the Kruger nicknamed Sasha. No wonder Banks hasn't been around. Uh, named Sasha will be rehomed to ter- uh, the Creek Wildlife Refuge in Arkansas. No charges were filed against the big cat's owner. How can no file? How can nothing be charged against them? That's kind of crazy when you start thinking about it when it's all said and done. Um, so just that's what's going on there. Anyways, let's get you into the movement and the grooving of um, the sounds of Johnny Smalls here. Um, as he's going to bring you the market minute. So let's do that right now. Here's your market beat minute for Wednesday, September 1st, 2021. Investors remained cautious Tuesday with the NFP report just around the corner. The monthly report on job creation is supposed to show a slowdown in job creation from the previous month, but a strong report nonetheless. While job creation has been tepid compared to the market's expectations, the pace of job growth has still been record-setting in relation to pre-COVID conditions. Despite the tepid tone on Wall Street, the S&P 500 and other major indices closed out the month of August with strong gains. The S&P 500 finished the month with a gain of nearly 3%, 
and trading in new all-time high territory. As tall as the wall of worry has grown, the S&P 500 will probably continue to move higher as long as the data and corporate earnings are strong. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one, because always important, whatever you have going on for sure, because, you know, you, you tell us how it is, you tell us the, the the motion of the ocean and all that kind of fun stuff, too. I love when people start texting me in the middle of the show. Like, you know I'm doing the show, because you, you're telling me that you're watching. Uh, and I'm talking about here. I mean, if you do it on the system, I get it. I get it, because I ask you to do that. But don't text me personally in the middle of the show. Come on. You know I can't do much. Um, so here we go. Here's what we found on uh, on our side. Uh, Wall Street closed in a negative territory on Tuesday as the Dow fell 39 points, while the NASDAQ and the S&P each lost six points. The S&P 500 index gained in August and has moved higher during each of the last seven months. Uh, the conference board published data Tuesday indicating warning consumers of uh, war, uh, waning consumer confidence, not warning consumer confidence, in August. The result was below the consensus estimates. Zoom video communication plummeted about 17% after announcing, um, their, after announcing during their quarterly call the growth is beginning to slow. Well, no crap. When you sell yearly subscriptions... When you sell these subscription services, yeah, it's going to get to the point where everybody and their brother has one. Um, and then you already have competition of some other companies doing the things that they do. So let's just be realistic to, real quick. I mean, there you have to think about it. You can't just turn around and go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we're just going to mark out for the rest of our lives here. Um, so let's get into this real quick. Um, let's talk what's going on this morning in our main story here is our main story on the rated r safety show so rounding out about the half an hour mark right now as we are talking this morning coming to you from the safety fm studios in orlando florida it's time to talk it's time to talk about that thing that um that people talk about all the time um you see it out there you see it everywhere. You see it where it's coming about and all that fun stuff. You know, when you, when you go to an organization and automatically when you look around and you see the numbers on the wall, we have had zero incidents for X amount of time. We have had nothing occur catastrophic at our location since day one or whatever the hell it lists for it's been 1000 days without anybody um without anybody getting ready to do or anybody having anything and we're giving out super bonus super bonus for that i mean you know you see those things all the time you really do uh so just keep that in mind um but we're now starting to see trends where people now on social media are constantly posting about, you know, this is what our workplace hasn't had any incidents in a thousand days. And I mean, people um, will essentially verbally and uh, verbally assault you when it comes to that. I mean, they just go after you online for posting stuff. Uh, so I keep on taking a look around and I'm just going, um, why are these 
things occurring? Why are people talking about this stuff? And it, it raises the question on how important numbers are. And let's be realistic for what we talk about. We normally talk about, um, you know, let's not brag about this. Uh, and I know that some people want to talk about 329 and 1, about, you know, the pyramid and how great the pyramid is and how it works. I mean, I was in a, involved in a conversation last week that I was doing, I was involved in a two-hour presentation, and 40 minutes of the presentation was arguing about the stupid pyramid. Um, so there you go. Um, just stuff to think about. Now, don't get me wrong. So don't get me wrong when it comes to that. Because when it's all said and done, the pyramid, I'm sure everyone believed in it at some point. But what do you think? And here's the thing. I have been at organizations where they talk about if you get injured, we prefer for you to take PTO. Or... um. Can we put that on your on your on your health insurance and we'll help you? And don't get me wrong, I have seen it live and in living color. But it's mesmerizing to me that that becomes part of the conversation. And it's mesmerizing to me that we are also look at people and hold them accountable for stuff. And when it comes to don't report because it's going to ruin it for the rest. It's like it's weird. It's weird that that's even a conversation still in this glorious year of 2021. But as much as safety professionals go around and they talk about, don't talk about the numbers, I am starting to see the weirdest, weirdest, weirdest trend. And can I share the trend with you? And and, and I'm kind of, in a weird way, talking to my fellow um, people that do what I do. And I'm talking about safety numbers. But let's talk right now in particular about podcasters. Podcasters lately, especially that are in the safety space, they want to sit around and brag about how great and how how many um, people are taking a listen to what they have going on and how they're ranking within the top world scenario of everything that they do. And there's so many people across the world that are listening to me and all this kind of fun stuff. I don't get it. It doesn't mean anything. These numbers, they're called vanity numbers for a reason. And there's a reason for that. Because, I mean, I can sit back for a moment, and if we want to get braggalicious, we can do that. So let us um, let me change screens for a, a, a hot minute here. And I will go into my standard screen. And let me just go, oh, look at my numbers. Look at this. So at one point... You will see right here that my Jay Allen show, my Jay Allen show, this on safety FM was the number one rated show in all of education. This is the category education. And, um, I was number one. Now look at that guy that's directly underneath me. Can you see that? Can you see how important it is the Tony Robbins podcast is directly underneath me? It doesn't change anything. It doesn't mean anything. And what drives me crazy is people talking about numbers and talking about popularity and all this stuff. It doesn't make sense to me. The part that I always find interesting is, you know, it's popular. So many people listen to me and all this and want to brag about numbers when we say don't brag about numbers when it comes to safety. So why would you want to do about in podcasting? 
Why would you want to do it in any other format? I mean, we're not going to start talking bank accounts now, are we? I mean, I'm starting to get worried now. But when you start thinking about how popular you are, don't believe your own hype. I know this house, this household world that, word that everybody knows, and it's trash. And it doesn't make anything better. Think about that. What do I know? Just a guy behind a microphone. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Hey, are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format? Well, I got something for you. If you haven't hung out with us yet at safetyfm.com, I'm going to encourage you to do so. Yeah, if you come out to Safety FM, you can come hang out with all kinds of safety professionals. Some are safety professionals. Some are just people that are talking about safety. But we want to do it in a format that makes it fun and entertaining. If you're kind of trying to figure out what the FM portion is, well, we're a radio station and also a podcast network. You can come out, hang out, listen to my show, The Jay Allen Show. You can listen to Todd Conklin with the pre accident investigation blaine j hoffman with the safety pro the hop nerd sam goodman just to name a few on what could be found on the station different things for different people trying to bring safety in an entertaining form safetyfm.com go to the website download the app and carry it with you all day long safetyfm.com we'll be waiting for you hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008 he really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I mean, you know, I love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit the shelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Do you have a claim and not sure where to turn? Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. 
They will provide you with comprehensive service, anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. South Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com. For more information, lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. Let your mind be free. Stop holding Okay, let me <laughs> let me get to know you. That's uh, Lakeisha Nugent, Lakeisha Nugent. The song's readily available on Spotify and iTunes. You know you that I like me some techno. Oh, how much water do you drink a day? Of course, y'all are going to ask me this on the day that I don't have my uh, liquid death in here with me. Okay, so let's get you moving and grooving. It is 42 minutes past the top of the hour as we are hanging out real quick. So thank you to uh, Sign and Lakeisha Nugent for allowing us to play that one. So there you go. There you go. I'm kind of confused on what you're doing there, Azia Duvi Walzivi. Um, what time am I streaming to? I thought you were leaving. You said that earlier. I'm just throwing that out there. I I love that you're hanging, but um, you did say you were you were you were leaving earlier. Just throwing that out there. Um, so before I get too far into this, because you know I, I get easily distracted, um, with some stuff that's always going on. So let's do this. Let's talk about um, let's talk about. Our friends, the most important part of the show, because that's what we that's what we do. But let me tell you about my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Let's do that right now. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in your local community whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, you can call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255 or text the word TALK to 741741. If you don't want to do either two of those things, you can also go to their website at American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Yes, that's American Foundation for suicide prevention to get that moving and grooving listen just because you might not be struggling with it you might know someone who is and that's not a joke as i say that and i always want um us to have the understanding 
that this is serious. I mean, we might joke around and talk about 10,000 other things on this show, but when it comes to this subject matter, it is crucial. Um, and, and let me kind of get into this real quick, because I think that sometimes people go, were you impacted um, by someone you know by suicide or anything along those lines? The answer is no. Not that I knew directly or indirectly. Well, not anyone that I've known directly. I mean, I've known of cases afterwards, but not, you know, not somebody, anybody who I was directly in contact with. So that's why I, I constantly want to talk about it because I think that, you know, that it's something that it's worth the conversation and the stigma needs to go away from it. The stigma needs to disappear opposed to it just being, hey, you know, that we don't talk about these things. People have struggles all the time. So I think it should be talked about all the time, regardless of what's going on. So just a little FYI there. Anyways, let's get into some world of the news real quick. Um, masks are instrumental. I don't know if you heard about this. As concerts and live theaters return, a new study says that safety measures like mass social distancing and time limit events can go a long way towards reducing transmission of COVID-19. But there is a surprise. Researchers also um, recommending masks for um, wind instruments. Yeah, you heard me correctly there. The study by scientists at the University of Colorado Boulder and the University of Maryland investigated the flow of aerosols during musical and theatrical performances and it found that covering the bell of the clarinet with surgical masks of fitting filters uh, material and bell on the brass instruments was effective at reducing the amount of aerosol particles from the instrument as well as reducing the speed at which the um, the particles were expelled distant matters as well the science the scientists found that those who are located closest to the performance have the highest risk of transmission, but performances uh, performance times was found to be an even more significant factor. Researcher says that instrument performance should be limited to 30 minutes indoors and 60 minutes outdoors. So now that we just need to convince the Foo Fighters and Blake Shelton's to play clarinets um, would be one thing. And well, it's not like COVID is the first thing that was ever passed around at a concert. So think about that for a moment. And I've been in front of a uh, Cardi B show and I didn't catch um, something then, so I certainly don't believe that I will now either. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We do our safety show. Okay, so no presents presently. Yeah, the shortage of lumber during the pandemic. We managed to survive the toilet paper shortage um, we got by, but it might be the toughest yet, especially if you say um, 12 years of age or younger. Toy makers are saying that a global um, shipping crisis and labor shortages could limit the ability to keep stores stock throughout the holidays with shopping see through um through the holiday shopping season ceo of two major toy companies has gone on record as saying that they fear that supply chain woes and the resulting inflation prices will remain the uh will be mean to many children that won't get toys that they want this christmas the bosses whose companies sell brands including fisher price and uh care bears uh, little tykes and brad say that they only have prices of products increased by 20 23% and the cost of shipping via containers has gone from $3,200 to $22,000. Yes, $22,000. And the trucker shortage is hurting the effort. Uh, stock warehouses and ultimately move toys onto store shelves. Both executives suggest that parents get their holiday shopping done early or celebrate Christmas later. I mean, that's going to be... Um, 
the options there. Hey, I was a kid when um, Tickle Me Elmo came out, so I know all about toy shortages, so that's for sure. And um, it sounds like that a lot of kids might uh, might have made the naughty list this year, if you think about it. And we'll have to do, you know, they'll just have to do without. I mean, I guess that's that. That's one way to take a look at it, opposed to it just being, hey, it's a free-for-all, and let's get it moving and grooving from there. I mean, I don't know. I mean, what do you think about the whole thing? It's just mind-boggling to me that uh, we have to sit back and start having these conversations now uh, about what is going on. I mean, think about it. It is, you know, it is this weird time frame in life of everything else that's happening. So anyways, before I get too far and get too far away from it, let me have my good old amigo come in and let you know what's going on. Nobody's life's easy. And sometimes life presents us with mountains that seem too high to climb. But that's when I dig in. When push comes to shove, it comes down to your will to win. I'm a trial lawyer, and a trial's a heavyweight championship fight. Figer Law won't back down, we won't give up, and we never give in. Ever. Okay, Figer Law, they were born for this, so there you go. Keep that in mind. Good old Jeffrey Figer and Figer Law. You can call 1-800-A-WINNER for more information. That's uh, that's 1-800-A-WINNER for more info. Anyways, let's continue talking. Drinking eight glasses of water a day is an age-old recommendation that many believe helps keep your, um, your body entirely healthy. But a new study says that getting enough water may keep your heart from failing decades later it's pretty complicated study but at the bottom line is that the researchers from the national institute of health in maryland found that maintaining a good hydration throughout life helps um slow down the, and prevent changes within the heart that could lead to heart failure of course you'll spend any extra time that you that you that you have of course inside of the bathroom so keep that in mind too Drinking up to three cups of coffee a day um, may protect your heart as well, a new study finds. Um, experts from uh, the, the university in Budapest looked at the association between coffee habits and their impact on heart attacks and strokes. They found that coffee consumption of 0.5 to three cups a day is associated with decreased risk in death from heart disease, stroke, and early death from the cause um, when compared to non-coffee drinkers. Other studies have found that drinking moderate amounts of coffee can protect type 2 diabetes, um, and then pa- um, Parkinson's disease, liver disease, pro- and prostate cancer. Alzheimer's, compu- uh, Alzheimer's computer um, back, Alzheimer's computer, what? Alzheimer's computer back pain and more. Never in life have I felt so smug as I feel right now. I don't feel smug at all because I don't drink coffee. I mean, I'm glad for the people that do, but uh, I mean, it sounds like all of a sudden they're saying it's a medical drug. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Radio R Safety Show. Okay, so did you know your sense of smell is stronger when you're hungry? According to researchers at the Northwestern University, more uh, specifically what you found is that the person's nose becomes less sensitive to the odor um, of foods if they just have eaten a similar item. For example, you are less likely to crave cinnamon buns buns after smelling one that you've eaten as a sweet treat. But as you know, even a slight hint of cinnamon bun, when um, you smell it and you drive and you go buy one and you haven't eaten it yet. 
Oddly, my family experiences the exact opposite reaction when it comes to smell when I'm trying to cook. They seem to make a run for the border because they have, like, no interest in what the hell that I have going on. Duh. So just something to think about. Anyways, let's get you into some more news before we get you out of here. It is 52 minutes past the top of the hour. At the top of the hour, I will be hanging out and going over to RadioBig.fm if you want to come and hang out with me for the next couple hours or so. Anyways, no winner for Monday night's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $345 million jackpot or a $249.9 million cash payout. So if you're willing to play the game, good luck out there. Okay, so if you have not heard, the KISS tour has been paused. Uh, Gene Simmons has tested positive for COVID-19, is forcing the band to cancel several upcoming shows. Simmons uh, and the rest of the band um, and crew will isolate at home for the next 10 days, as now the plan is um, for the tour to resume on September the 9th in Irvine, California. No words of severity of um, Simmons' symptoms. I mean, they've been going back and forth for a little bit now, um, especially after the thing with David Lee Roth over the last few weeks. Anyways, let's talk about some events that occurred back on this date. Um, let's take a look. Back in 2018, a memorial service uh, for John McCain is held in the Washington National Cathedral. His daughter, Meghan McCain, Barack Obama, and George W. Bush took um, took turns speaking about the late senator. McCain passed away on August the 25th at the age of 81. He was diagnosed with brain cancer the year prior. That happened back in 2018. If you're looking for some uh, for some celebrity birthdays today, Zendaya turns 25. Uh, Ricky Horror turns 33. Lillian Bowden turns 36. Coyote Peterson, 40. Gloria Stefan, 64. Dr. Phil, you know, TV show host, turns 71. Barry Gibbs turns 75. And Lily Tomlin turns 82 today. So there you go. Um, awesome birthdays going on during this time. If you're looking for a reason to celebrate, let's give you some of those right away. It's National Burnt Ends Day. Oh, maybe some barbecues on the rising. Um, National Acne, um, <laughs> Acne Positivity Day. National Chicken Chicken Boys Day. What the hell does that even mean? Um, also, National No Rhyme Nor Reason Day. I think I have some friends that celebrate that all the time. That's not a joke. And then National Cherry Popover Day. What the hell is that? Somebody explain all these weird things to me. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, you know, we have to love our Wednesdays with some whack facts, so let's do that right now. Studies show that um, cats dislike men with long, dark beards. A lethal dose of chocolate of a human <laughs> for a human being is about 22 pounds or uh, 40 Hershey bars. And I'm talking about the regular size ones, just in case. Um, salty and spicy snacks can act as antidepressants. Oh, hey now. Bittersweet, I guess that is. Um, genetically, you are more like like your dad than your mom. Studies show that 90% of women walking into a department store immediately turn to the right. And vodka can be used as shampoo. So if you're still in, you know, if you're still in the dorm rooms uh, inside of this planet, uh, make sure that you that you turn on and sit, use that one. See how it goes for you. Anyways, let's give you some scoops of BS real quick. The average senior citizen spends eight hours a day alone, and thus the reason CBS remains number one. Fact of the day, if you sneeze while you're driving at 60 miles per hour, you have traveled about 50 feet with your eyes closed. I hate when I sneeze while I'm driving inevitably. It makes um, me click on the wrong fruit to the Candy Crush game. So I'm just saying. Did you know that some cats are allergic to humans? So that explains a lot of it. 
Um, there you go. Tweet this. I had um, been at a speaking appearance at a nudist colony. To get through it, I pictured the audience with um, a lot of with their clothes on, opposed to naked. Think about that real quick. A study conducted by a Cancer Research Foundation in UK discovered that out of 1,000 women surveyed, just about half age between 26 to 35 could locate the vagina on a medical drawing. It, in fairness, it was a diagram of Boris Johnson. Ouch. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Oh, where does this stuff come from sometimes? Where does it come from? Anyways, let's continue talking real quick as we're getting you out of here. 56 minutes past the top of the hour. Um, If you need a random joke for today, try this one. The toughest part of the diet isn't watching what you eat. It's watching what other people eat. Think about how true that is. Think about it. Uh, the other portion, if you need a phone starter for today, here you go. If you were granted one extra hour a day to be allocated to one specific purpose, what would you use it for? That's a good one. That's a good one if you really think about it. If you need something for the water cooler, try this. 6% of people in long-distance relationships have this in common. What is it? They've never met. Uh, yeah, they've never met never ever 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 so there you go anyways you've been listening to the rated r safety show exclusively on safetyfm.com and radiobig.fm oh before i forget before i forget i'm gonna forget i i almost forgot don't forget about the sign if you're feeling left out if you're not speaking at any events between the 13th and the 15th of this month uh you can go ahead and go to um where, where can you go you can go to safetyfm.com forward slash i am not forward slash I am not. So there you go. If you're feeling left out, that you're not speaking at any, any conference or event. So there you go. Uh, I'll put, I'll put on the QR code uh, just in case. So there you go. Anyways, you've been listening to the rated R safety show exclusively on safety FM and on radio big.fm. So thanks for hanging out this morning. If you want to hang out for a couple hours longer, you can go to radio big.fm. Thank you for always being the best part of safety FM. And that is the listener without you. We can't do what we do here. That's important. Just in case. Think about this. If I can leave you with a thought for today, success is a few simple disciplines practiced every day, while failure is a simple few errors in judgment repeated every day. Believe me, believe me, to be successful, just do the discipline. It will get you to success. It will. Just saying. Anyways, I know who you are, you know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.